Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, my heart is very fond. Oh, see, I don't think that's true because I don't think I could love you any more than I do right now. Aw, so sweet. Aw. Of course, I can't love you any less than I do, but it's that kind of a compliment. Nice. I don't know. All right. Are big day today. Why was it a big day? Oh, because some new things opened up. There was a lot of stuff that debuted today in Florida at the Magic Kingdom, specifically Hollywood Studios. Yes. So Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway and the Mickey Shorts Theater both opened today, and that was very exciting. Um, yes, it however, was. I am more interested in the fact that the Flower and Garden Festival started today because that's my all-time favorite thing all year at Disney World. Even better than food and wine? Yeah, much better than food and wine. Okay. We, I never go for food and wine. I've taken trips by myself for Flower and Garden. That is true. Mm-hmm. I love the topiaries. And you still get the food. Right. And I don't care that much about the wine. I'm not sitting through a wine seminar, but I might sit through a garden seminar. Are you saying there's food at the Food and Wine Festival? Perhaps yes. you should tell us about it. Stop. All right. So, um, so yes. So, the Flower and Garden Festival started today. So, yippee there. And Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway um, also opened today. It had uh, a 300-minute wait at one time, which seemed to be uh, part of the fact that the ride was down for a little bit. Oh, excellent. Yeah. But um, it seemed to have evened out toward the end of the day at about a 110-minute wait. So, uh, not terrible, terrible. And D23 hosted some sort of an event uh, around that. They did. D23 hosted a streamed event at noon today, celebrating the opening of the ride. They went behind the scenes, uh, and it's a two-part special event um, at nine. Uh, then they did a special episode of 20, D23 Inside Disney uh, for the grand opening, and then they followed it up with a special called From Sketch to Reality, in which they talked to Imagineers behind the ride um, and talked about the process of creating it. So if they post that up on uh YouTube uh, on their Disney site. I will link that to our Facebook group. Cool. In the Magic Kingdom, they are working on the castle. And because of that, the Mickey show called Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. Oh, wait, wait, wait a a second. What? We're not going to give any love to Mickey Shorts Theater. I mean, is there anything else to say? It's open. Why, yes. Not only was there an exclusive vacation fun cartoon but they have a potato land photo opportunity. So they've got it set up so that it looks like you're in one of the uh, actual posters. Oh, you know, I need one of those pictures, which is cool. So we will be getting copious pictures when we go to see uh, vacation fun. Great. And uh, they've got the Yodelberg uh, photo op. Uh, it looks like fun. It, uh, I, I just don't know where they're going to move Olaf to because they were doing the Olaf meet and greets outside that theater uh, for a while. They kicked Olaf right on out. They did. All right. Okay, now you can, now we can go about, to the magic kingdom. Now you can tell us about the magic. There's kingdom. been some uh, changes to the show. Mickey's Royal friendship fair, which takes place on the stage in front of the castle uh, due to the construction. So what are those changes? That's right. So normally the show would uh, take place at 10.30, 11.30, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., and 4.15. Uh, 
Uh, but due to the construction work that is going on, they have knocked that down to only three shows per day. And those performances will be at 5.15, 6.30, and 7.30 p.m. They say that additional show times may be added to the schedule if work allows. Wow. So they're basically like they're working nine to five and they're not starting anything until the construction workers go home. Exactly. Hmm. That's a bummer. I just don't know how that show really works in the dark. Yeah. I mean, they're getting it in sort of more by dusk, but still, I mean, that stinks for people with little kids, people with little kids, like that's the shows are kind of what everything's all about. And you need to see those during the day. You want to see the daytime parade. You want to see the daytime shows because some people can't be there at night with their kids. But it won't be dusk for long because this Sunday we turn the clocks back an hour and it gets dark earlier again. We move the clocks forward an hour. Spring ahead. Yes, you're right. We get an extra hour of sunlight. No, no, we get, we lose an hour. It'll be dark when you wake up, but it'll stay light later. But we get an extra hour of sunlight at, at night, night. Yes. Which is yes. the whole purpose. You don't actually it. get an extra hour. You just shift the day. That's <sighs> yes, dear. You don't gain an hour. No, we get an extra. There's day. now 25 hours a day, I believe. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Epcot. They have opened a, another security screening at the East Lot. That's right. It's the east parking lot entrance. They now have a covered uh, permanent security area, uh, which will help things move along more smoothly. They are still working um, on the right-hand side of it, though. So, uh, you know, this will help just ease a little bit of the congestion and, like I said, make things go a little easier. All right. Um, Some sad news at the Contemporary today that uh, put things kind of at a halt over there. There was a woman who committed suicide We're not really sure where she jumped from. Um, I'm supposing it probably was not inside the building, or I think we would have heard, we would have definitely heard that, um, that the news is not out exactly where she was, but um, she did die. So uh, very sad. And the monorails were stopped for for a time, and um, I'm sure some of the other services, the contemporary, were paused for a little while. You have nothing to say about that? I have nothing. It's a very sad situation. Yes. Okay. Um, Official statement regarding the coronavirus. Hello. I just lost you there for a second. I didn't lose you. Oh, aren't you lucky? Oh, yeah. Uh, So uh, I don't know if the audio actually cut out for the recording, um, but what Cheryl mentioned was that Disney has made their first official statement related to the coronavirus. And this was an official statement to People Magazine, which is where (laughs) I usually make all of my official statements to. Um, And Disney has said that Uh, We know there is new information this week about the coronavirus in Florida. We have very stringent sanitation procedures in place at the Walt Disney World Resort. We are in close contact with health agencies for information and guidance. And at this time, we are continuing to communicate to our cast the importance of preventative measures such as frequent hand washing and rigorous cleaning processes. For guest convenience, we have placed additional hand sanitizers throughout our parks and resorts and will adjust our protocols as the situation warrants. All right. And as they've proven, they will not be against closing theme park no. if they have to. No, they've done it. Um, and the Orlando International Airport also made a statement about the coronavirus. Uh, well, they didn't as much make a statement as much as they have uh, discussed what their emergency management team is doing okay. in response to the COVID-19 virus. Um, and that is that they have installed hand sanitizer stations throughout the airport. 
Uh, and not only because of the coronavirus, but because it is also cold and flu season. They've also increased the cleaning frequency in areas guests may touch, such as handrails, elevators, seating areas, tables, restrooms, food courts, and shuttle buses. Uh, first responders in the airport have been provided with enhanced personal protective equipment, and uh, the airport has advised public not to be alarmed if they see crews wearing the gear. They have also asked their employees to stay home and seek medical attention if they are sick, and they have also shared precautionary measures uh, with their employees. Um, the airport does advise that guests uh, or passengers check with their airlines regarding any flight changes or cancellations due to the virus. Okay. Um, Disney Cruise Line has announced a new discount, and it's just for first-time cruisers. Well, really, it would be for second-time cruisers, I think. So what's the story? Right. And, and normally, if you're a first-time cruiser, Disney does offer you um, a little bit of a, a discount uh, for, for cruising with them. But it's usually when you book on board uh, at the future cruise desk. And that However, wouldn't be just just for first-time cruisers. Any cruiser, when you're on the ship, if you book while on board, you get uh, a discount. It's ten, a 10% discount. And uh, half off, well, depending upon the length of the cruise, sometimes half off the, the deposit. Um, but what Disney has created is the Welcome to, Class, to Castaway Club discount. Uh, this offer is valid for 60 days after you disembark from your first cruise. The discount is valid provided that the second sailing is within 22 months from the date of booking. Uh, if you are booking a veranda stateroom, you will receive a $50 per stateroom per night uh, discount, uh, up to $350 on a seven-night or longer cruise. If it's an ocean view stateroom, you will receive a discount of $40 per stateroom per night, so it's up to $280 discount. And if you're booking an inside stateroom, you will receive up to $30 per stateroom per night uh, for a max savings of $210 on a seven-night or longer cruise. Okay, and so these are only good on seven-night or longer? Uh, no, that's that's your maximum discount on a seven-night or longer cruise. So if it's a four-night cruise and you're saving $50 a night, you're going to save okay. $200. I see. Um, it does not seem to be probably as good as the 10% discount that they would have gotten if they had booked while they were actually on board. That sounds correct. Because I think the cruises are a little bit more than that. So That's right. This offer is good for new bookings, cannot be combined with other discounts or offers, excludes suites, concierge categories with restrictions, and two-night sailings. Some blackout dates may apply, and this offer is limited to one booking per first-time cruiser household. Okay. I mean, it's nice because, you know, some, if you're a first time cruiser, especially if you didn't use a travel agent, people don't know about, you know, these booking discounts or, you know, they, they do a cruise and they're like, you know, we don't know if it's going to be for us, whatever. They're not ready to commit to another cruise when they're still on that cruise. They need to sort of get off the ship, see how they felt about it, talk about it. And, you know, do we want to do another one? So right. even though it may not be quite as good of a discount, it's still really great that they're offering something um, after people disembark after that first cruise. So I'm glad to That's see that. That's right. As my grandmother used to say, it's better than a swift kick in the pants. Definitely. And I'm sure that that discount can still be booked through a travel agent. So even if you booked, uh, if you cruised the first time and didn't use a travel agent, you could still pick one up at that point and a uh, travel agent could get that um, special pricing for you. Um, and obviously, if you had already booked with a travel agent, the same travel agent could get that price for you. Do you happen to know any travel agents? I do. His name is Tony, and he's fabulous. Excellent. All right. Um, March 1st was a big day at Disneyland because they like to dress up over there. 
and it was Adventureland Day. What on earth is this? So Adventureland Day is not an official sponsored Disney event, um, but it's very much along the lines of Dapper Day, which is an event that goes on in both uh, Florida and California. Um, But three years ago, a tiki artist by the name of Tiki Tony Murphy uh, created what he called um, is Adventureland Day. And it is a day when Disneyland's guests dress up in uh, your finest safari gear, Hawaiian shirt, or leopard print to celebrate your love of the uh, Adventureland. Uh, This is the third year, and approximately 900 participants joined in the festivities this year. Uh, The funny thing is they get together for a giant uh, group photo opportunity. Oh, that's fun. uh, And there are people who are uh, dressed in all sorts of manners from uh, Indiana Jones to Jungle Skippers to just, you know, people from the 40s and 50s in kind of like jaunty Adventureland wear. Uh, So like you said, you know, they really love to dress up out there. (laughs) A bunch of aspiring actors, another chance to put on a show. That is true. Okay, and then we're going to move to Disney Plus news to end off our show. Um, And first in our Disney Plus news is that the Black Panther debuted today. Uh, That's right. Um, Almost all of the Marvel films now uh, are on Disney Plus. The only films remaining are Avengers Infinity War and um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Uh, but, But today was the debut of Black Panther, so Wakanda forever. Nice. And uh, Hocus Pocus 2 had a director chosen. That's right. Andy Shankman, uh, who you may be familiar with his work. I Are you familiar with his work? <laughs> no, I have no idea who that is. And neither do I. <laughs> uh, but I do know that Andy Shankman has been chosen for the Disney Plus uh, film Hocus Pocus. And he is currently directing the sequel to Disney's Enchanted, uh, okay. which, which, is go, uh, which is titled Disenchanted. Oh, yeah. All right. So that was, I think that was a great live action Disney film. That was um, one of the best. It was yes. one of the first too. Yes. Um, unfortunately, with the Hocus Pocus sequel, the original cast members are not attached to the film at this time. However, they're hoping that they will become involved in some capacity. Uh, they would like uh, the actresses to reprise their roles rather than have to completely reboot the first film. All right. Um, and lastly, Jessica Alba is producing and hosting a show for Disney+. Plus. That's right. Jessica Alba is hosting and producing a show called Parenting Without Borders, in which she will travel around the world to see how people approach raising children in various cultures. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, that's all the news for today. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>